0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: Hey there. You're about to listen to a documentary that we commissioned to capture the Wolf 359 finale as we were recording it in the studio in October of 2017. We're releasing it now as a part of Acast's Audio Fiction Week. A bunch of awesome shows are releasing fun mashup episodes and behind-the-scenes content so definitely check out your other favorite series to see if they're participating. Obviously there are some spoilers in here for season four of Wolf 359, especially the series finale. So treat with caution if you're not all the way caught up on the show. We hope you enjoy.
2: That is all. One more time, please.
3: Alright,
1: who wants to check first? I'm happy to do it. No, you stupid piece of R2-D2 wannabe. She unlocked the systems. It was Halloween weekend, and in some ways, it felt like any normal weekend in the studio.
0: There's a little more loud stuff if you could. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. Oh, damn every single thing to hell. (laughs) Kira, get me everyone. (laughs) Now. (laughs) Sorry, Emma. I think that might be the most Minkowski line
1: you suffer. But something was different.
4: We're recording the last episode. We're recording the
0: series finale.
3: It's crazy. It's a huge episode.
0: It is our last recording session today as a group.
5: We're wrapping on the finale episode.
0: (laughs) Hollow Wolf Hollow
6: Weekend yeah so i really wanted a group costume to happen and sometimes with group costumes you have to make it happen yourself just like with group projects uh so I made <laughs> I took it upon myself to make Goddard Futuristics name tags for everybody uh because we're all at one point Goddard Futuristics employees or still or forever I guess I'm not sure I think Goddard Futuristics might be like a you go in and you never come out kind of thing um so everybody has Goddard Futuristics name tags to wear uh so we can all take a picture that's in a them
3: really one. Yeah. yeah yeah that's, that's a great, great
1: so proudly wearing our Goddard Futuristics badges, we all crowded into the studio. Nine of us cast members, plus writer and director Gabrielle Urbina, writer Sarah Shackett, audio engineer Jared Paul, and later on, composer Alan Rohde. Let's get Mr. Alan Rohde sound all right. We don't usually have everyone together, so not only was it a huge recording session, it was a Wolf 359 reunion. It was also going to be a long two days. We were looking at a 98-page script, basically triple the length of our usual episodes. So we got to work and tried to save our feelings for later. Ah!
0: I am not quite processing yet. I think I'm a little bit in denial, but I'm really excited to be here and I'm just gonna give it my all just one last time. Yeah, that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, it's like, so there's the, oh my God, it's so great to be with everyone. And then there's the like, there's no more after this one. I should not look at my phone and, like, tweet stuff, but also we want to share it.
3: You know, it hasn't really set in yet. I don't know if it ever will. <laughs> Part of it is that, like, yeah, I'm not really thinking about it. I'm just kind of concentrating on all the stuff we have to do. It's a packed day. And also, you know, there will probably be some, uh, some other bits and pieces that we'll have to record later, and I'm going to see everyone. So it's not like it's a goodbye thing, but it's certainly something.
1: But when we started recording, when Hira read her opening lines, things quickly got real.
6: So, here's a story. Once upon a time, there lived a broken little girl. She was born with clouded eyes and a weak heart, not destined to beat through an entire lifetime. But instead of being wretched or afraid, the little girl decided to be clever. Hera out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After how many years?
1: Whenever we could, between long stretches of recording, we all took some time to reflect. To reflect on our characters, our listeners, and what Wolf359 has meant to our lives. Michaela Swee, the voice of Hera and Price, has thought about this a lot.
6: I aspire to Hira's morality. I think that Hira is just a very special soul who really cares genuinely about people, even though there's this kind of divide. And I think she still has this kind of deep level of of feeling and empathy for people. And I think that's something that I connect with and really admire in, in that character. So Price was just fun because sort of the darkness and evil to her i mean i wouldn't consider myself a light person i would consider myself to be you know to have my own complexities and and darkness but being able to kind of get in touch with some of uh, some of those darker shades i think was really cool and it's not something i get to do in my everyday life at least not in public
5: are you ready yes let's get started
2: phenomenal. Thank you guys. Because... Now, <gasps> they are, yeah. <laughs> everyone else, we are on break
6: what until seven fifteen. Like
0: yes, sir. Gabrielle was really open to having us be part of the conversation
2: of how to develop our characters. Something I love about Gabrielle is he really solicits uh, feedback and tries to meet you where you are.
6: Gabrielle wrote a really awesome backstory for her, which I loved because i He like nailed aspects of my personal past that I had no idea why he would know that. Gabrielle texts me and he's like, here's what Rachel's fans are saying and it's so crazy. And I'm like, I have fans? That's, no, I don't have fans. How insane.
2: We've got some of the best fans in the world. Meeting some of the people who I've interacted with on social media at DragonCon this year was a blast.
6: Yeah, I have Maxwell fans. Um, I love them. I love a lot. I'm a Maxwell fan. I'm yeah. a huge
2: fan of Alana Maxwell. I think she's awesome. Jacoby? Dr. Alana Maxwell.
1: Yep, Maxwell came back in this episode for a flashback that made us all laugh and cry a little.
2: Oh, hi.
6: Um, charm to, I mean, pleasure. Yep. It's nice to meet you. She can be naked in her social awkwardness. And maybe Gabrielle and Zach might not agree with this, but I feel like there's something really honest about Maxwell.
3: What do you do? Oh, I uh, I do machine
6: computational thought experiments and hyperconductive artificial nervous design.
3: I'm going to ask you that again. And we're going to try that one more time, okay? Okay. So, <clears throat> Alana Maxwell... What do you do? I do cool stuff with robots. You? I make very big things blow up. Pleasure. I, I do enjoy uh, playing Jacoby as the one who pokes fun at people and comes up with wonderful quips that I don't come up with, but the writers come up with. It's also fun to like switch modes and to go from, you know, the Jacoby that's an asshole to being, you know, serious and sentimental. So. I, I kind of enjoy it all. I'm, I'm glad that he's a multifaceted character. It's fun and uh, just another fun day of, of working in the studio and probably making uh, too many quips that we don't have time to make and fooling around a little bit too much, which is sort of my, um, my signature pastiche. Uh... I'm doing these slates for my podcast for the show. Wolf 360 Space Wolves. And then it was like, all right, okay. <laughs> so anyway, this is episode sixty-one, section forty-five, take two.
1: <laughs> but as you know, dear listeners, this episode wasn't all laughs. There were ends and beginnings. There were deaths, and there was a good amount of evil.
2: Aralen, right, Tommy. What, we doing? what am I doing? You're killing. You're You're I'm gonna <gasps> die. Oh
4: my god.
3: I'm killing Kepler. Hey, you come for the
4: top. You best not miss <laughs> <laughs> Age 67, please.
0: Um,
2: you come for the king, is you it, it. it's just the two of just
0: them, the two right? Of them. Just
2: the
4: two of them.
6: Yeah, I died. I died a lot. Like it was a it was a, yeah. So that was it was really a very emotional moment. Um, but really fun. Team evil forever. A little bit of darkness in this world. I mean, gosh, there's a lot of darkness in this world right now. But, uh, you know, in a, in a fictive way, it's always a little bit fun and a little bit cathartic.
2: Well, I was sad. I was really sad. Uh, but but I had this really romantic notion about Kepler. What, whatever it was, he had an effect on the world, which he was proud of, um, I definitely don't agree with all the things that he did. I think he's more ruthless as a person than I am. But, <laughs> uh, but he was like, "Do your job. Think about the big picture." He he accomplished those things, and he you know he's gonna he drinks whiskey before he dies. Like he can't get a death better than that. <laughs> so you're, if you're gonna die all at once into space, you might as well do it drinking really expensive emergency whiskey in your jacket.
1: <laughs> and the death scenes didn't end there.
2: Let's see
4: you
0: catch this.
5: Uh, harpoon? That's not, uh, how this is supposed to? Everything works out for me yeah. at this <laughs> I love how even as he's dying, his reaction is not so much pain; it's just, it's just disbelief because it didn't go according to plan. And everything goes according to plan. He always has things wired up both ways, inside and out. Um, but not Renee Minkowski.
0: More than enough to kick your ass. <clears throat> the most fun I get to have is either when I get to be especially badass or when I get to be funny. That's my favorite part is funny Minkowski because yeah, I love her. I love her so much, (laughs) but yeah, there's not a ton of comedy in the final episode, which I feel is right. Point the gun back at Renee,
5: Isabel. (laughs) (gasps) There's just no real restraints on Cutter. Um, As an actor and especially as a film actor, everything is so subtle and everything's so small. And so you get trained to do that. But with Cutter, it's like, let loose, be like as theatrical as you want. And especially since it's on um, radio, it's just a voice. So I I can be like moving and I can do big motions and it'll come across in my voice, but no one's gonna see it. So that's how it's meant to be. And it's just fun. Sooner or later, you're going to do as you're told.
4: I am Captain Isabel Loveless. No matter how hard you try, you are not taking that away from me. I don't know if she's a better person than I am, but like she is in some ways way more admirable than I am. She's like brave in a and committed in a way that is hard to do every day mm-hmm. and like the days when I'm like yeah that's that's a good day like those are the days when I'm like able to act with the kind of like bravery and commitment that that Captain Lovelace shows you know whether she's committed to like <laughs> ripping the arms off of people or like committed to making sure that all of her people come home okay the the days that I'm proud of myself are like her every day and that's um I do remember, like, getting these scripts and being like, yeah, oh, right, yeah, that. Let's do that, you know? And that's like, that's when it's like, oh, yeah, this is why I do this.
1: Many, many hours passed. Doug Eiffel tried to find some answers. I know I was him, but... Is that still... Am I still that same person? And then, out of nowhere, we were almost done.
4: All right. Oh, my God. All right. And then there's
1: one (laughs) more scene.
4: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) No, it'll be good. And it is... The last scene is the last scene of the episode. Yeah. So... That's pretty special. We wanted intentionally to do it last.
0: Have I really done all my parts before now? I think so, Alan. Is that real? It's
3: getting real. I think we forgot one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we Or 300. We've officially entered the I'm not crying, you're crying yeah. part of
4: the like, oh, season. No I think it was supposed to be a season <laughs> five. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You know, as we get ready for this slate, I can't help (laughs) (laughs) remembering the time that I made a visit to uh, this school for Nates, um, where they are sadly without many slates. Um, I gave them a speech, and I said to them, I said in the speech, I said something that I learned at home where I grew up, which was, Gork, Blork! (laughs) (laughs) And they learned a lot of things that day. And the first thing that they learned was that this is episode 61, section 45, take one. All quiet on the engineering front, Minkowski. You all right?
0: Yeah, just looking at the star one last time before we go. Return flight to Earth. Everybody hold on to something. Here we go. (laughs) 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 That's it, one take, right?
2: You're all happy with it with that, right? (laughs) 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 Uh,
3: So anyway, this is episode sixty-one, section forty-five, take two. All quiet on the engineering front, Minkowski.
0: Ira, you ready to go home? (laughs) No. But since when has that ever stopped us before? Return flight to Earth. Everybody hold on to something. Here we go.
5: cool cool
3: very nice you guys very nice now episode 61 (laughs) section 45 take three all quiet on the engineering front minkowski you all right yeah
0: just looking at the star one last time before we go
4: I'm... good. I'm good. First, I'm gonna take a long vacation. Somewhere warm and quiet. Where nobody has any idea who I am.
1: USS Urania, this is Earthspace. Copy your flight plan. Please use sublight vector 03, decibel eight and contact again for your final approach. Roger that. From what I gather, spending time with the two of you was about the best damn thing Doug Eiffel ever did.
0: Return flight to Earth. Everybody hold on to something.
4: <laughs>
0: Here we go.
3: Well, there we went.
4: Hmm. Oh, we <sighs>
3: That's it. And then he woke up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did want to get everyone to sign my script,
4: Aww.
2: so we do that? I would be very happy to. Oh good. Hi, everybody.
0: Oh, I'm not going to Oh, don't, don't worry. worry. <laughs> right. oh, good
5: job. You <laughs> I'm excited for it. I hope people continue to connect with the show in the future. I'm also excited for us and me to revisit this show five years down the road. It'll remind me of a place in my life and a time in my life and in the, in the character and a time in the world. And I think that's that's gonna be fun to have this forever.
0: It's been a huge, huge part of my life. It's sort of changed the, the total course of my career as an actor, as a person. Also the first female role I've ever played where I really felt it was of great substance.
6: We're all kind of pursuing different paths, but I don't know, I just feel like at our core, And, like, at our essence, there's this very common kind of bond and an appreciation for weird, love for one another, creativity, love for art and openness to that. And I think that, for me, has been one of the most special parts of being this project.
4: The pleasure of this project is being able to hang out with people you knew or people you didn't know as well as you wanted to in college and then being able to kind of, like, hang out with people and see them as we're all growing up and all, like, becoming kind of the next iteration of who we are. And that's really cool and special, and that's, that's been
1: great.
2: It's a wild ride. It was a blast.
1: Thanks for joining us behind the scenes of our final episode. This behind-the-scenes feature was produced by Rebecca Seidel. Featuring the voices of Zach Valenti, Emma Sherjarko, Michaela Sui, Cecilia Lynn Jacobs, Zach Labresco, Noah Mazur, Michelle Agresti, Scotty Shoemaker, Ariella Rotenberg, Gabriella Urbina, Sarah Shackett, Alan Rodi, and Jared Paul. Music by Alan Rodi.
6: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
0: This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang
6: Restaurant, Changchun, Northeastern China. It's uh,
0: spring, 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands.
2: And what do you do exactly, besides dance with?
5: strangers
6: I work for the postal service <laughs>
5: you, you're a, a postman
0: weird. Right. weird
5: what is it it's just a bit strange a letter for me from Hong Kong and there's no stamp I need stamps to write a dead person
4: yep there's a cost how much a pound a pound of flesh a pound of you? It seems like
3: a lot.
5: Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just pull this tube over your stomach! We are done there! Yeah! This
6: is gonna hurt!
3: What?
6: Nothing! Far no!
4: some?
5: The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sara, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos. Raul.
1: The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf of the Door Studios out now for more information please visit wlfdr.com